Hi, everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich. Welcome to episode 43 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed and left ratings and reviews. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and find me on social media for food pictures to go with every episode. Today's episode is very different from anything I've done on this podcast before, so I hope you enjoy it. This is an episode about my experience climbing Mount Kilimanjaro last summer. This was an incredible experience. It was eight days of hiking and living on the mountain, six and a half days up, a day and a half down. I went with my wife, Sam, who regular listeners have heard on many episodes of this podcast, and we were in a group of seven climbers plus more than 20 staff members with us from a company called Climb Killy. We had a guide, assistant guides, and porters who have various jobs and help carry everything up and down the mountain. And they're all locals from Tanzania. It's really amazing to see them in action and see how much they can carry while they're climbing this mountain. We all had day packs with us, the climbers with the things that we needed each day, and then the porters would carry duffel bags with our changes of clothes and extra layers for the summit and just some of the extra things that we didn't need that day. They would carry our tents and the food and water and medical supplies, emergency oxygen tanks, which thankfully none of us needed, but really everything, they had it on their backs and carrying it on their heads in some cases uh, and took it all the way up the mountain for us. Every day they were up early preparing breakfast, boiling water for us to drink and wash up with. And then after we would leave camp in the morning, they would break down all the tents and everything, pack it all up, hike, beat us to the next camp, set up and start cooking dinner before we would get there. And it was really just an incredible operation. These guys are in amazing shape to carry it all and move that fast. And it was really fun to watch them in action and be a part of this group. So, of course, you all know my biggest concern is always about the food. And up there, it's really important to eat well. You need the right nutrition for the energy to get up the mountain and to avoid getting sick. And I was actually a little surprised how well we ate because, you know, we need to consume a ton of calories, but they actually made it pretty easy on us. Breakfast every day, we had porridge and we would mix in peanut butter and fresh fruit. And then we'd also have eggs and toast and then other meals during the day, just tons of rice and pasta and potatoes, all kinds of carbs, plus meat and beans for protein, all kinds of veggies and stews. And then the staff would actually monitor us and make sure we were eating and they would make us eat more if it looked like we hadn't cleared our plate and had seconds. So while we were there, we loved getting to know the staff. We befriended them and got to learn about their life. They were really eager to learn about our culture in America um, and well, actually international. We had friends from uh, South Africa who were on the trip too. Um, and then we also got to learn about their culture and they told us all about their life in Africa when they're on the mountain, when they're off the mountain. They taught us all kinds of words in Swahili and Swahili songs. And one of our favorite people in that group was Douglas, our cook, or as he called himself, our stomach engineer, so on the last day after we got down from the mountain, I figured I might as well do an interview with Douglas and talk to him about his life. So like I said, this is a very different kind of episode. It's my first real interview instead of me just talking about a meal, but I thought it would be fun to hear from Douglas. And if you think about it, he really has one of the coolest jobs in the world that any cook could have, especially considering he and his crew have to carry all of the ingredients and all the cooking equipment and the dishes and the silverware on their backs as they carry it up this giant mountain. So I was saving this to be the last episode of 2019, and then unfortunately had to hold it up for a little long story. So anyway, now it's my first episode of 2020, but I wanted to post it, so here we go. 
You'll notice the sound quality is not as good as usual because I don't have my fancy podcast mic in Africa. We were just outside in nature and I'm recording on my phone, but I hope you enjoy it anyway. You'll hear me and Douglas plus Kennedy, who was one of our guides, served as the translator a few times to help him out. I think Douglas got a little bit shy with the recorder on because he seemed more willing to go back and forth with us on the mountain. But I think he was just a little worried about misspeaking with the recorder going. So uh, Kennedy helped a good amount uh, and it was great to have him there. So here we go. My interview with Douglas Minja, a cook for Climb Killy in Tanzania. You still have yes. that uh, paper? Yes, but it's not with me. Um, I can count all the way up to nine, but I get stuck on Kumi. Kumi ten? Kumi Tayari. Kumi Tayari. Yes. <laughs> okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Oh, hold on, I gotta just. <clears throat> okay. Rafiki Angu Douglas. Yes. Uh, our stomach engineer. I'm here. Um, how long have you been a cook for Climb Kelly? I have uh, 10 years. 10 years you've been a cook? Yes. And so, how did you get this job? Were you a porter first? How long have you been working on the mountain? The, the porter? Yeah, were you a porter first? Yes. The, yes. First is, for, is porter. And then I'm going to school first to climb Kili. And then you give me certificate. Certificate to yeah. work as a cook? Yeah. Okay, so how long in total have you worked on the mountain? Five years. Five years? Yeah, to, to what? Ten years. Ten years. So ten years. Yes. All, so all... Five, five years climbing like a porter. And five years to cook. Five, five years as a porter and five years as a cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and um, and how old are you? Uh, 35 I have. 35, you have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I think, I think after two months, two months, 35. Oh, okay, in two months you turn 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Plus it. Today. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, how often do you go up the mountain to work as a cook? Like how many times a month or how many times a year? Two. Two. Two times One a month. Two yeah. times a month. Two months, yeah. And how many months a year? Two. Come on, Missy. Yes. Six months. Six months. So six months a year, you go up twice a month. Yeah. Okay. And typically, like our trip was eight days. So yeah. is that kind of that's normal? Eight days? Yeah. Or sometimes shorter, sometimes longer. Yeah. Okay. Um, and are you always with James, or do you have different crews you go with? Only James. Only James. Yeah. <laughs> Only James. Because James is a, is guy. So here, if you, the guide here, you have a crew. Mm-hmm. James, you have a crew, and he maybe and he, this guy, 
crew for the James. Yep, Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Only so, get you have a crew. Mm-hmm. So you're just you're always part of James's crew. They make you make the schedule. If you're busy, he doesn't go. If he's busy, you don't go. You go together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite part about the job? Favor. Favorite thing about the job. I like it cooking. Yeah. Yeah. I like it cooking clam kiri. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you like about it? If we, if we cook me, if we cook me, and the client you eat enough, I'm feeling happy. Uh-huh. Yes. You because, cook and the clients eat your happy. Yeah, because if you want to cook me, the client is not eating, I don't, I don't like it. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, yeah. So seeing happy and well-fed clients, that's what you like? Sorry? Seeing happy and well-fed clients who aren't hungry anymore, that's what you like? I don't like it. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. If, it is, if you see, you feel, you feel happy. Mm-hmm. You feel happy when you see clients eating food. Super duper. Super duper. Yeah. Um, and how about the actual climbing of the mountain? Do you enjoy being out there and, and doing the walking yourself? Yeah, I'm enjoying You do? Yeah, I do. Um, how important is it to eat the right food on the mountain? Like for the clients, how... How much does eating the right food matter for them to make it up to the top? To there? Yes. <clears throat> oh, so I have experience because if you, are, if you prepare the food me, if you see the, the client is not eat good, I change the food. Oh, really? Yes, I changed the food. Okay. Yes. So, um, I wanted to ask this, like, how much, how much stuff do you have on you? And I know there's, like, fruit and there's chicken and beef. Like, how do you, how much do you have with you and how do you keep it fresh while you're up there? Yeah. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. Because... I know the client, if I have two clients, I know to go into the chicken, maybe four chicken, to the karanga, and then fresh food is coming. Mm-hmm. If I have seven clients, I know the, maybe I have seven chicken, or beef, two, two kg beef, or three kg beef, Yep. And then he come come into the supply. So the, so they bring you like you have a lot with you and then they bring you fresh fruit like other people as during the trip they come with more supplies and fruit and things. Yeah. You don't bring all of it on day 1. All of it. No, no. No. Yes, yes, no, no, no. Chakula no. Yes. Yes, supply is coming karanga, supply. Uh-huh. Fresh food. So, but the, like the chicken, cause that has to be in like a refrigerator or so like, how do you keep that? How do you keep that from spoiling or going bad when you're out there with it on the mountain? There is, is there's cold. You have like a cold bag? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Is it cooked already or no? No fresh. No fresh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So what kind of equipment do you cook with on the mountain? Like you have a little stove top to make eggs in. 
and like you heat, you have a burner to boil water, mm. but like what, what kind of equipment do you use? Gas. The gas. Uh-huh. And you just have like one little stove or do you have a few? No, only gas. Uh-huh. Yeah. No stove. Two or three? Two or three? According to the number of clients. Yes. Two or three, depending have, on the number of clients. If we, maybe I have a seven client, maybe four gas is enough. Mm-hmm. And then in, four gas burners is enough. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, enough. And then if not enough, the gas is coming to Karanga. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, supply. And how heavy is your backpack when you're walking? Me? Yeah. Um, fifteen kg. Fifteen kilograms. Yes. That's how many pounds do we know? That is like seven point five pounds. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Six point five. So your backpack isn't that heavy. It's more. Isn't it? It's not Kilograms heavy. Kilograms are more than pounds. No? No? No. It depends. Yes. Maybe one, now it's not ro- r- r- rain season. And that's 70 kilograms. Uh, yes. Okay. So what, what, so all of the like, we have so much bread and pasta and eggs. Mm-hmm. How much of that are you carrying and how much, like how much do the porters have with them for a group like our size? To the porter? Yeah, like how much, how many, like how many eggs are they carrying with them, and like how much yeah. pasta, how many loaves of bread? Um, so if we have uh, uh, four, if uh, seven clans, mm-hmm. I carry uh, eggs uh, for ninety. N- ninety. 90. So you start with ninety eggs. Ninety eggs, and, and then, then do pasta. Pe- mm-hmm. Four pasta. Four like big bags of pasta. Yeah, and the uh, spaghetti. I carry four spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is mostly you, or it's spread out among other people yeah, to carry? Yeah, if you're not enough, the supply is coming. Uh-huh. And how often do they bring you supplies? After four, after four days. After four days? Yeah. And then they basically just give you another, like, Fresh 90 food. eggs and bags of pasta? Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. How many loaves of bread did we go through as a group during the trip? To the bread? Yeah. How much yeah, bread, how much bread 15, did our group eat? 15. 15, we ate 15 loaves of bread? Yeah. Okay. Um, Just the seven of us, or does that include? Seven, seven. Seven clients. Seven mm-hmm. And how, how long does it take you to cook each meal? Long? Uh, so, it depending mm-hmm. how, how client is working. Um, like a... Like a breakfast where you make the porridge and have stuff out and eggs and mm. toast and fruit. Like, how long does that take yeah, you to three cook? Three hours. Three hours? Yeah, I wake up at five o'clock in the morning. You wake up at five o'clock to start yeah, all that. Um, so I know people have requests, like my wife mm-hmm. doesn't eat beef or bananas. Mm-hmm. How often do you get special requests? And like, what's, what's like a crazy example that's unusual that you've had to deal with? So if, if the, the office, the client like this, is not eating the chicken, the client is right to the office, mm-hmm. then the office to ask me, Right, so they tell the office, and then the yeah, office they, tells you they don't yeah, eat chicken. Yeah. So the me, I know. The one, the one client is not eating the beef. No, the maybe is he, is eat the chicken. Uh huh. So I know. Maybe I carry the fishy, 
maybe he, he ate the fish. Okay, yeah, we didn't yeah, have any changing. fish, but you could have made mm, fish. Because if, the, cause she I, I know the client is, is don't eat the, the, the banana. How? So I'm going to banana prepare banana beef. now. Did you know that when we got back last night, they served us banana and beef soup? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what's uh? Do you, what's like the weirdest thing that someone said they don't eat? Sorry. What's like a weird thing? It does. Er, uh, to me. Yeah. So I change. Yeah. I want to change. Sometimes the beef. Beef is yeah, unusual. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes what? you don't eat the beef. Or sometimes coming to gluten. Gluten. I was going to ask if you have people who don't eat eggs or bread. Yeah, and how, so do you give them extra like beans or extra special things yes, yes, because yes, you yes, know yes, that yes. they need it? Yeah. The beans is good. The, the vegetable. Uh-huh. Yeah, cooking the vegetable. Yeah. How about vegetables? I asked you about eggs and bread, but how many vegetables do you have with you when you start the trip? Like how many peppers and onions and things like that? So I carried, you know, I, tell, I, I told you, I carried only vegetable, especially for, for four days. Right, for uh, four days. Yes, and then vegetable fresh is coming to Karanga. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, do you cook a lot at home when you're not on the mountain? The home? Sometimes. Sometimes? Are you, yeah. are you a good cook off yeah, the mountain? If you want to feel uh, happy, the, because, uh, you know, I have a wife. Right. Do you, do you cook I, for her or does she cook for yeah, you? Yeah, sometimes if you want to see mama, is feeling happy. And me, uh, you want, cooking. You want to see if her you happy, you cook happy, for her? I'm going to say today I'm not cooking. <laughs> yeah. Um, the recipes on the mountain, do, do you plan out the menu? And like, are they your recipes or do you just follow instructions? I have a menu. You have, they make the menu and yeah. you just follow it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you cook at home, do you cook from scratch and make things up? Or, or can you, are you good at that too? So the home, I tell maybe the wife, I tell the wife, maybe today, we like it to cook me today. He say I'm cooking, maybe I like it to cook the rice, or the banana, or the ugali. You know ugali? Steaming porridge? What's steam porridge? Yeah, steam, steam, por- steam, steam porridge. Steam porridge. We yes. had a lot, we had that every day. They say cook the home. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I'm cooking the pizza. Yeah, the home. If you want to cook the pizza, then my children is is is, is feel good. They're very happy. Yeah, they're, they're super duper. Happy, yeah. <laughs> um, and do you have other jobs that you work when it's not climbing season? Yeah, because I have a I have a bike. You know, biking. Yeah. Motorcycle. A motorcycle. Yeah. Yes. Motorbike. So it's a motorbike. So if the low season is coming, I drive. You drive, carry, yeah, like, delivery carry, kinds of things? Yes, maybe Kennedy is coming to the office. Mm-hmm. He say, he called me, Douglas, today I'm going to office. So can you give me $1 to bring here? Okay, it's give me. Yes, like so you, a dollar, dollar. So you're like a taxi with your like motorcycle? Like a taxi, yes, like a taxi, yeah. Okay, do you do anything else or that's it? And they have uh, a shop again. 
You have, I a, have sh- a shop. You have a shop? Yeah. Oh, okay. What to do you sell, s- To sell uh, salty, sugar, spaghetti. Salt, sugar, spaghetti. You, so you yeah. sell that in your shop? My wife. Oh, that's what your wife does? Yeah, especially. And then wife. you help there when you're not yeah, on the some, mountain? Yeah, sometimes I'm going there. Okay. To help the wife. Because I love her. I love them, my wife. Because you love your wife? Yes. Well, that's great. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah? Yes. Um, all right, well, uh, I'm done, but I wanted to say thank you for an amazing week. Mm-hmm. And what, what was your favorite part about this week being with us on the mountain? Today? I, I feel happy because the seven clients, all of you, is feel happy. Sure. And the William Gene Mineni and the Rani and Shoni and the sister here and him Toto. If you want to see the the client is, is like this, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, and seeing yes. us make it to the summit, yeah, you must yeah, yeah. you must love that oh, too. Yeah, you, you finish the summit, I feel happy. Okay. Yes. Well, thank the you. All the client is feel happy. Yeah, I like it. Good. Well, we're happy too. Thank I'm you for happy. thank you for good food all week. Asante sana, Douglas. Yes, Rafiki yangu. Rafiki yangu. Now we are here. You are Rafiki. Now up here we're Rafiki. Yes. <laughs> Your brother for another? Yeah. Mother. Um, right. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Kaka is brother, right? Yeah, Kaka is brother. Okay. Rafiki, Kaka. W- welcome again to Climb Kili. All right. Well, thank you so much. Don't forget to Climb Kili. No, we won't. I'm gonna tell everybody. Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right. Thanks, Douglas. Welcome. Asante mama. Asante baba. You know baba? What's baba? Baba is father. Oh, father? Oh, I'm yeah, baba? Yeah. I was yeah. kaka on the mountain. Now I'm baba? You can see your name now. That's him. Baba, kaka, that's him. Yeah. Yes. All right, well, thanks for the, uh, we, we loved learning all the Swahili. What's, uh, Poa Kachizi, Kamandizi, Danya Friji. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, That's the line we're going to be saying when we get home. Poa Kachizi, Kamandizi, Danya Friji. Cool, crazy, like a banana. Like a banana in the fridge. Yeah, inside the fridge. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. All right, thanks again, Douglas. Welcome again. So there you have it, my interview with Douglas from Climb Killy. Thanks, as always, for listening. Let me know if you enjoyed this. I hope you did. Uh, Like I said, it's not the typical format, but I'm always open to trying new things if people enjoy it. So let me know what you thought. And on the way out, I'm actually going to play a clip of Douglas leading a song from the mountain because a lot of times he was the ringleader when they would sing to us uh, in Swahili. So I'll give you another uh, another bit of sound from Douglas while we were out there. Uh, it was just it was I can't say it enough. It was great to get to know him. And I loved the whole experience. And Sam and I were both really proud that we made it to the top. But meeting people like Douglas was also just such a cool part of the whole experience and feeling welcomed into their tribe for the week that we were out there. If you're new to the podcast, though, the usual format is that each episode is just one meal. Sometimes it's me by myself talking about the meal. Lots of times I have friends on as guests. If you like this, you should subscribe and check out all my previous episodes. I have them now from all over the place. I've been to New Zealand, South Korea, and Ireland in the last few years and done episodes from there. Plus, a bunch in the U.S. I have plenty from New York, where I live. Also, a handful from Philly, from Chicago, all over the place. Some are little hole-in-the-wall places. Some are much more well-known spots, hot chicken in Nashville, uh, things like that. So you can subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. 
While you're there, write me a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Please give me five stars. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next. Those reviews also help other people find the podcast, so I appreciate them. I'd love to see a few of them talking about this episode if you liked it. You can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. Search for Mitch Goldich on Facebook. There you'll get pictures to go along with every episode. It's another spot you can leave comments. You can also follow at Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram. You can email me, MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. Make sure you tell all your friends, and I'll talk to you real soon. Karanga, hakuna matata. Karanga ni pinati, hakuna matata. Barafu tutaenda, hakuna matata. Upuru mtafika, hakuna matata. Upuru utafika, hakuna matata. Natopu hiyo pale, hakuna matata. Natopu utafika, hakuna matata. You know this guy, hakuna matata. We stand at the percenti, Hakuna Matata. We stand at Hakuna matata, wageni wako supa. Hakuna matata, na kaka yuko supa. Hakuna matata, na dada yuko supa. Hakuna matata, na kaka yuko supa. Hakuna matata, uone supa dupa. Hakuna matata, upisi ovu keki. Hakuna matata, upisi ova biscuit. Hakuna matata, kama jambo. Oh,